Hey, welcome, welcome to the Prep Zone podcast. I'm Stu Pospisil with Mike Patterson, and we're into week two of uh, high school football and volleyball. And Mike, uh, you saw a very interesting game on Friday night. We'll, we'll take mine in a minute, but tell us about Westside and Prep quickly. Well, obviously, tremendous uh, rivalry there, Stu, and you're never really sure what's going to happen. And uh, Westside, it was all Westside, new coach Paul Lamangi. I think the Warriors uh, were out to make a statement there early. They raced to a 24-0 lead and just kind of nursed that lead for a while. And uh, the third quarter was no scoring either team. And uh, then Prep turned it around. First play of the fourth quarter, they ran about a 50-yard reverse, went in and scored, went in and scored again, got a field goal, got within 24-17, and actually had a chance to tie it there with about a minute, minute and a half left. Uh, Junior Jays came up short 24-17, so congratulations to Coach Lamangi, longtime Burt coach who got number one with Westside. And, uh, you know, I think there was some hope there with Prep, too, the way they played, the way they ended. They've got a really tough uh, start of their schedule. They're 0-2. They, uh, they're at Millard North this week, and then mm-hmm. they're at Gretna. So that'll be really tough. But, uh, you know, I think just the way they played in that fourth quarter really gave the Junior Jays hope for the season. Tell us a little bit about that trick play with uh, Sam Sledge, the Nebraska <laughs> pledge. That rhymes, by the way, Sledge and Pledge. Yeah, that was kind of the, call it the hook and ladder or the hook and lateral. Whatever you call it, they threw the ball downfield and uh, the receiver lateraled it to Sam Sledge, who's 6'4", 280 or so. And uh, the only unfortunate thing was, was that they didn't run it in the middle of the field because it was kind of over by the sideline and, and he didn't have much room to run. but. You know, it was kind of one of those deep in the playbook type plays that was fun to see. You know, anytime you see a, a big ugly running with the ball, uh, it's a great thing. It really got the prep fans even more energized. So I think the play only gained maybe about 10 yards, but again, got the crowd even more into it and they mm-hmm. love to see it. Well, I was at uh, Bellevue West game with Omaha North at uh, Wendy Kinnick Stadium on top of the press box, but uh, came down to a two point play that. Uh, uh, Donovan with two ends, uh, Whitfield snuffed out, tipped away the pass by Omaha North with four seconds left, preserved a 28-26 Bellevue West win, combined with the win the previous week over Creighton Prep. Uh, Bellevue West 2-0 start. Mike uh, Huffman, their coach in the preseason, had kidded that if they started 2-4, he probably wouldn't be seeing me the rest of the year. Well, 2-0, I think there's a few games down the line that uh, we'll be back to see. But uh, I thought North gave a very good uh, opening night effort. Uh, Tishon Porter uh, got a little banged up, a little uh, sore ankle in the fourth quarter, but uh, banged out uh, 200 plus yards and a couple touchdowns, picked up where he left off at the end of last season where he rushed for about 1,800 in in North's late season push. And uh, he looks like um, he's certainly a a candidate for All-State honors already this early. Great start for the uh, T-Birds. Two tough games, two close wins, two uh, close losses for prep. So I think they're going to get that turned around. I said Coach Huffman's done a great job there at Bellevue West. And... Um, you know, a nice try by the Vikings, obviously a great game, and it would have been interesting to see what was going to happen in overtime if they'd have made that two-pointer. Everybody me would have been excited. So. True. We're talking deadline. <laughs> De- yep. Uh, 
on to our top tens and uh, number one teams uh, coming out of the shoot this week. Omaha West Side's first, Gretna remains second, Bellevue West moved up to third, Alcorn South up to fourth in time for its uh, game on uh, Friday at Elkhorn Stadium against number five Millard South. Good win for Ty Wisdom and his first game as Patriots coach uh, knocked off Millard West uh, that has a young team and uh, looks like they may go with a freshman quarterback uh, for a while. Prep only fell to six. Omaha North uh, went from sixth to seventh. Kearney moved up. Papio South moved in and Grand Island uh, remains number 10. They host Westside this week. And our number ones in the other classes, Bennington in Class B, Aurora in C1, Norfolk Catholic in C2, North Platte St. Patrick's in uh, eight-man one, Howells Dodge with a good win over um, Neely Oakdale to start the year in eight-man two, and um, Potter Dix uh, put up 85 last week in six-man. So, Mikey, you want to do your rundown? 85, that's a pretty good night. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about the overall top 10 in volleyball. and. Uh, it was a lot of it was dictated by what happened at the Bellevue West Invitational, and uh, surprise, surprise, Lincoln East came uh, away as the champion. They hadn't won the uh, tournament since 1994, back in the Myron Oler King days, and uh, so the Spartans zoom from being unranked in the overall top oh, nice ten going. all the way to number one. <laughs> so congratulations to the Spartans. We'll see how long it lasts because the one thing about that tournament, Stu, was. Uh, it really showed me the parody that we're going to have this year. Papio South ran the table last year, 40-0. Um, I doubt seriously if we're going to have an undefeated mm. team in Class A again this year. But uh, you know, let's talk about our overall top 10. Lincoln East is one. Omaha Scut, our Class B number one. Seven-time defending uh, Class B champion. Why do I get a feeling they may get a shot at overall number one sometime during the season? It could happen. Uh, it probably will happen, so we'll see. Uh, the thing about Scott, and uh, you know, also with Papio South, which we'll talk about them in a minute, they've got new setters this year, so you're never really sure how that's going to go. It's always kind of a transition type thing. So uh, you know, Scott was trying. Uh, um, Ivy Luke was one of their top hitters last year. They were using her as uh, the setter. So, but uh, Renee Saunders, the coach, is kind of famous for tweaking her lineup. Even as the weeks go on, I remember a few years ago, it was about a week before the state tournament, and she was still tweaking it. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, The formula works, whatever she's doing. So. It resulted in another state championship, so you can never uh, question what she's doing. So, uh, yeah, Lincoln East won, Scott 2, Omaha West Side, another good team this year. Uh, Destiny Nadam Simpson, uh, one of our Super Six, had a nice tournament. They were at the Bellevue West tournament. Um, they were four and one, and uh, they finished um, third in the tournament, and they are third in our top ten. Millard West fourth, Papio South, the defending Class A champion, is fifth. Rounding out our top ten, we've got Elkhorn North, number two in Class B, Lincoln Pius the tenth, Papillion La Vista, Lincoln Southwest, and Omaha Marion under new coach Jake Moore, the longtime Pius coach, who. Uh, told me before the season started one of the things he had to do was to go buy some blue shirts because everything he owned was green. I was going to say there had to be a garage sale for him somehow. So He'd been at Pius forever. Um, I, I think he's going to be a good fit at Marion. Um, they went two and three in that really tough tournament, but um, I'm expecting the Crusaders to uh, have a good season mm -hmm. this year.
So, How about the other uh, number ones you got? Well, we got Lincoln East in Class A, Scud and B. We mentioned that. Grand Island Central Catholic in, in Class uh, C1. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you hang on a minute? <laughs> he, he's lost his feed. <laughs> I did lose my feed. Okay, there we go. Lincoln Lutheran, number one in Class C2. And okay. I want to mention that... Uh, Coach Ziegler's squad, they're 2-0, and they've already defeated Gretna and Waverly. So wow. Two, uh, two powers that, um, you know, the fact that Lincoln Lutheran is C2 this year, and they're usually C1, mm. so just shows that they've still got a lot of... Uh, Do they have a chance of cracking the overall top 10 with a, oh, a I, strong I, start? I definitely say so. Mm -hmm. In fact, I even looked at them this coming, this past week, and it's like, you know, they're going to have to show me just a little bit more, but... Uh, the fact they're playing those teams is, right. is definitely a positive. So, uh, Class D1, Maywood Hayes Center is number one. And Class D2, our friends down at Fall City Sacred Heart, okay. number one to start the season. So, uh, yeah, that's our uh, all number ones, all classes. Now that well, I've got that my, was good news for Sacred Heart. Their, their football team gave up 95 points last week to a... Uh, Elmwood Murdoch team that I shot up. At least I had them ranked, Mike. But wow. I, I shot them up from ninth to third and eight man one. Uh, <laughs> Elmwood Murdoch had uh, Hosier uh, six touchdowns, 300 yards rushing, and you know Doug Gold's some seasons didn't give up 95 points in a game. But the, right. the Irish will be back and for sure. And, you know that's the thing about the preseason ratings. You're going on what a lot of what coaches think, a lot of what we think, but until they go out there and play a match or two or a game or two, that's, exactly. uh, that's where the rubber meets the road. Then you can kind of adjust your uh, ratings accordingly. Right. Well, top games this week in, in um, football circles. Uh, I'll be Thursday night, Omaha Creighton Prep, Miller North at uh, Buell Stadium. Miller North won in overtime against uh, Papillion La Vista last week, so 1-0 against 0-2 Prep. But... Uh, you know, Preps had two close losses, and I, I think the Junior Jays are the favorite in that. And then uh, Friday night, I'm going to be at uh, Elkhorn Stadium for Millard South and Elkhorn South. A South will win. Mm -hmm. True. But, uh, you know, I, I'm going to lean with uh, Elkhorn South. They have a, a junior quarterback that threw for three touchdowns against Lincoln Southeast last week. Uh, big front line. But Cam Kojo, uh, Vanderbilt, uh, baseball recruit. He's in your territory in the spring. Right. Uh, big big start for them. I think he had 22 completions for 300 plus yards, three touchdowns against Millard West. So, Other good ones to watch on Friday night. Class A, Lincoln Southeast at Lincoln East. Omaha Central at Gretna. That's where Mike will be. Uh, we should have somebody at Omaha North and Millard West at Buell. Uh, West Side at Grand Island. And the Battle of Papillion La Vista. Uh, the Monarchs and the Titans, old school, new school. And in Class B, uh, kind of a lighter schedule, uh, but uh, Grand Island Northwest comes to uh, Omaha Scott, Pius to Seward, Waverly leaves at Beatrice, North Platte goes to Scott's Bluff in an AB versus matchup, uh, Norris is at Elkhorn on Thursday, and probably the two in the smaller schools that we're watching closely. Number four, Boone Central in C1 goes to uh, top-ranked Aurora. Uh, the Huskies moved down to uh, Class C1 from B, where they were state runner-ups last year. And then uh, number one in uh, Class C2, Norfolk Catholic goes uh, pays a visit to number two Ord. So 
Uh, a lot of good games. We get that with the non-district schedule. And uh, yeah, go find a game someplace this weekend. Mike? Yeah, I've got a couple of uh, big volleyball matches uh, Tuesday night. Millard West plays at Papio South. Uh, Millard West handed Papio South their loss uh, at the Bellevue West Invitational. So the early chance for redemption for the mm -hmm. Titans. And uh, they're playing at home where they're very, very tough. And um, on Thursday night, Westside is at Papio. Um, I think that's going to be another good match. Mm -hmm. And Papio's another one. They have a great student section. They support the Monarchs very well. They have a new coach this year at Papio, Priscilla Peterson. Uh, fans might remember her as Priscilla O'Dowd when she played sure. at, uh, at Papio yep. and at Midland. So uh, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how the Monarchs handle that. Um, this weekend, we don't really have a big invitational here around town. I believe the Beatrice Invitational is this weekend mm -hmm. and um, a couple others throughout the state. So this is kind of the first week that uh, we'll get pretty much all the teams involved and we'll see. Well, this uh, is the result of, of a couple years ago. They moved the start of volleyball season up a week. So the ba Bellevue invite got moved up and actually works out well for, for the volleyballers because it is Labor Day weekend and you don't have a Saturday turning in a lot of places. Kind of our version of week zero, but the yeah. uh, the only downside was that that uh, final at Bellevue West was supposed to start at two o'clock, and just because of the parity of this year and all the long matches, it didn't start until about 4.30, so that was a long day, long day for those uh, volleyball teams. Well, so. Hopefully you missed the fourth quarter or whatever was on TV. Yeah, but I saw the uh, onside kick on the replay, okay. so. Hey, this is your <laughs> Nebraska Prep Zone. Uh, podcast for this week. Come back in another week and uh, we'll discuss what happened and what will come ahead. Thanks for watching and listening. <laughs>